I'll sign the divorce papers, it's okay. He's sleeping on the couch. This is an idol, baby. Once again, immunity is back up for grabs. Let's go dig now. Hello and good evening uh, on this Wednesday, October 5th, 2022, Survivor 43, Episode 3, I'll sign the divorce papers, has aired. But we're just getting started here tonight on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch, or you might be listening to us in the audio version. I'm Dave Mater, joined with co-host Jamil Robinson. Jamil, how are you tonight? I'm on your I'm good. I, I think you might, I, I, you, you might have skipped a beat there on the internet. Okay. Oh, now. Well, I see you. I think we're okay. You know, okay. it's. It, it, I'll let you know. Okay. Um, this is this is live, baby. We are, this is this is how it goes. Yes, yes. I did see a little hiccup at um, um my internet skip in time to jump. You know, back into the jump rope of Survivor. Um, but we'll see. We'll we'll keep going. Um, how are you doing this evening? I'm okay. Uh, you know, it was. I, I, you know, I I was the victim of tonight's vote in our 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 draft, Jamil, uh, where you know Neca gets voted out here third overall on whatever day this was, day seven of the game. Yes. Uh, did you? Uh, what, what, and we saw there was a lot of drama around um, Noel in this episode. Her going to like that island where you risk your vote with um, Owen and. Who was the other person who went? Uh, Ryan, I believe, right? Right, I think so. Yeah, um, and uh, you know she gets this advantage, and her and Dwight look like they're going to like maybe get a good blindside going here, but they don't really need to. They just get well, they kind of blindside Neca here, but it's not really it's whatever because Jesse and um, Cody are in on this vote anyway, um, and so you know I that's right, Sam. I was I was hoping they would vote out Jesse, <laughs> but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so as uh, in the draft team J- sam eel where sam picked for jameel first overall picked jesse mm-hmm. not a bad pick for you and of course the bet uh on gilligan's island so sam i have to be a hundred i honestly think that the person that should have been voted out was jesse why why do you say so jameel because i think that um uh, Neca got too much of the blame for the, for the, the, the complete, not even just the puzzle, the complete collapse during the puzzle, right? Neca was working on it. And yes, she was struggling a little bit, but what really took the pair of them out of that competition was Jesse stopping completely and looking over to the other teams to watch them perform, right? Right. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I feel. I feel like. That totally messed up. It's a two-person team. All the other teams were focused in on what they were doing. And I think he kind of left Neck out there to dry. And then she was doing the exact same thing. It came to a complete standstill. You know what? Like I, I think I saw kind of the same thing, you know, in this challenge. Uh, you know, towards the end, where we see, you know, Jesse is just kind of caught looking all the time. And they both are, but it's, um, you know, I think like he didn't go through the first part of the challenge, which was more athletic, just to kind of, uh, we see here the team of NECA and Jesse. Uh, Jesse, uh, does he have a PhD or isn't he like, you know, he's a smart guy, right? As far as I understand. 
Yeah, smart guy. In, but in, smart, in, in political science, let's just yeah. let's just like. But like, you could you could be an astrophysicist. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to complete a puzzle properly, right. right? Under this type of pressure, it's not pressure that you're used to. Yes, Sam says that Jesse is a good player. Yes, he's a good player, but that does not mean he is not above blame. Now he, is, he's saying it's all NECA's fault. NECA deserved they, this is a good move for the Vesi no, tribe. Okay. Photo. NECA. Sam, Sam continues on saying, but NECA was also failing in the previous challenges. I don't know previous challenges, previous challenge before. She's not the strongest like competitor, but like that doesn't have to be the only thing that matters. But um Sam, Sam's feisty tonight. He, he wants to defend his position. And he has street smarts. This is like this is he's got all kinds of things going on. This isn't the apprentice though. This isn't street smart versus book smarts on the apprentice. S uh, Sam, you have to be consistent in what you now should I <laughs> well she up on puzzle this is what Mary's saying. Mary Bass is saying yeah. well she F on two puzzles. Yes I understand me. So she's saying yes, this was the right that Vessi made the right move, uh, and voting out and voting out um, Neca here was the was the only move they really had available to them. It was the what best was, choice. I think the only move was it the best? Uh, yeah, I guess so. it depends on like I guess like who you are on this tribe. So if you're Cody, let's look at it from his perspective. He I think wants to perhaps not lose another immunity challenge. Yes, um, but once again, are we going to get that exact same uh, situation? Would if someone else was in place of NECA, would there be a different outcome? Um, but but I don't know. Like I think it was like the puzzle plus. Yes, I believe that she hasn't been the strongest in the challenges, um, and I think like a couple losses in a row. Where it's like the Coco Tribe hasn't lost anybody. They haven't lost a challenge yet. So they're look. They're getting. They they seemingly, from Vessi's perspective, is getting stronger. Um, that they, you know, an emerge situation. They won't have the numbers. That's always concerning, even though it's not a be all and end all. But at, but at this point, isn't don't you punt at this situation? Um, yeah. Like, well, the other choice they had here tonight was Noel. Like, why? I don't think Noel was the was the next best option here to vote out. I thought I, if I, anything, we. I think Jesse was the next best option. To me, Jesse was the next best option for a couple of reasons, and I'll say why. And it's like, Jamil, why are you actively talking bad about your pick? Um, Team Shamil. The reason for it is, one, Jesse has proven the type of player that he is. And as it looks like you're going to be down in numbers, is he going to put himself above your, you know, the rest of the tribe? And you have to start thinking about that, right? Noel's uh, sorry, not Noel. Noel isn't going to do that. Neca isn't going to be doing that. But Jesse, you already know ahead of time that he would be willing to do that, to throw you all to the wolves, right, and put himself first. So at a certain point, right, you make a decision. It's like, am I going to punt and try to keep loyalty, right? <laughs> Keep loyalty as the most important factor because tribal strength doesn't really seem like a factor. We're going to be split up and, you know, we're the smaller pieces that are going to be distributed um, throughout the rest of the different tribes. So we have to think about how we're going to stay together as a cohesive unit and hopefully last until the merge. 
Right. That, that's what it was talked about in quite a bit of the tribal council in this episode. It was like, you know, we've been out here for so many hours together, like 200 hours only with each other. No outside distractions, no other uh, obligations other than to each other and to survive on a beach together. And, you know, I get that that's a it's got to be a bonding experience no matter what. But then they're like, you know, game time to play a game here and time to you know figure out what to do. And, um, you know, they, so this is their second tribal council. Right. They had voted out Justine previously and then they lose again. Um, but they had the lead in this challenge. And I think like it was either jet, either one of them was going to get the blame for it. And it all went on to NECA. And NECA I don't know was, why ne they didn't put their foot down and say, look, you're not going to do the puzzle. You're going to, you know, do a running of the race. It doesn't like if we're if we're reshuffling things around. Right. Right. Why are you not? Um, why are you not positioning things differently a second time? Would it have been better if Jesse had done the jump off the tower instead of uh, Noel and, and swim through the obstacle course? And then Noel's on the puzzle with NECA. Could have. But Noel um, is also proving her, um, trying to prove for herself that she can do the physical stuff. But they're not failing in the physical stuff, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Right? If, if you have a problem and you're trying to solve that problem, like you can do everything up until that problem. Wouldn't you try something different to solve said problem as opposed to let's let's do it again, let's run it back? Right. No. I, I, I think I think it was a, a poor decision. They should have just said, hey, we're gonna we rather have uh Mecca go first and then we can catch up. I guess the other that's the other thing here. Okay, so you like every tribe was presented with this choice for this challenge, and it was like you have five people in this challenge. Three of them are going to jump off this tower into the water, and then two of them are going to be on the puzzle at the end. So, like each tribe had to kind of look at. Uh, in the case of Coco, they sat out uh, Geo, I believe, for this yeah. challenge. So, so I, right, and it seemed like every, in in the case of all three tribes, they all picked three people. Uh, um, who could run the course or swim the course and then get there in pretty good time? No one really lagged at all. Um, I would figure the middle two, the the middle two, were the uh, which was of... Noel and um, it was Noel versus um, Carla. Yeah, Carla. I think that was the perfect place to put uh, Nika. Right, like they could have, they could have put Carla versus Neca. That would probably have been an even matchup, or maybe not. I don't know. Carla was going even, straight, straight up here with. If, um, if, if it was well. Sari, you would, you would, you would fit her in there. True. <laughs> right. So I don't know. Like I, I think, I think one thing I do agree for sure on Neca was she was not strong at the puzzles. They kept putting her on puzzles, probably because she doesn't consider herself to be a physical athletic person uh and maybe she's not but that doesn't mean necessarily you got you put somebody who's not athletic on puzzles i guess is what maybe i'm trying to get to in yes. my thought process here um i think ultimately they they decided to go a current um course which is tribal strength and they made the right decision it made no sense to get out noel or jesse right and obviously neca would be the next person right but I'm just I'm just posing the question that at a certain point when you keep losing, right, and you look at the resources that you have in your tribe, you're like maybe 
the best decision is to punt. Especially well, when you explain, have a Explain dummy, the punt. What do you mean by the punt? That you're willing to sacrifice your team going down to possibly three. Right? And if that, that three there, you have a three-person alliance where it's NECA, uh, Cody, and Jesse, you go, you know what? I'm willing to give up Noel and... Well, that's that's what did strike me as odd about this episode was that the, everything starts off here with uh, Jesse saying, I feel really good about working with NECA and Cody. And that seems like that trio within this Vessi group is good. You have uh, no, uh, Noel and Dwight on the bottom sort of now. Uh, you know, uh, Jesse saying, I'll sign the divorce papers and, and Dwight's distanced himself from this. And by the end of this, like Cody and Jesse both decide to vote out NECA. Right. Along with Noel and Dwight. And what so I was like, well, why would you do that? Like, I get you want to win. You don't want to lose the challenge. But uh, and why blindside NECA yeah. on it, too? That was the other part I thought was a bit like curious because uh, she said she had it. She was a 10 out of nine out of 10, nine and a half out of 10, I think, was her rating. Uh, they didn't want her to roll the dice. That's why. To play the shot in the dark. So yeah, this is dark. So the shot in the dark gives an incentive for the blind side and for the deception. Correct. Are you in favor? Um, I'm I'm in favor with a lot of things this episode. I was actually I'm absolutely sold on a lot of the concepts from this season. I felt like um, 41 and 42 had some ideas that did not work, and I think we're seeing a better version of that game come to fruition. Right. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of those dark, seasons, yeah, yeah, uh, there was the whole sequence where you know Geo sat out the challenge and he was checking under the bench for like probes is like hide. Remember in forty one and forty two, he loved hiding things under that bench. Yeah, right. Uh, but they did. There was nothing there this time, which is good. Like people yeah. are learning. Um, pe people watch the show. <laughs> watch the show. Watch the show. Watch the show. You might do better. Who knows? Yes. Um, the other thing we'll um, talk about is Carla's situation. And I think yeah, to, once to, to, approved, what, I want to talk about the Carla, um, her whole segment in this episode. But, but right before that, there was everything on over on what's the yellow tribe again called? Baca. Baca. Yeah. Baca. Like, tribe. Everything going on here with uh, with our friend Gabler, um, <laughs> as well as with Ellie, I guess. The, the Gabler Ellie. Ellie and um, who is the other one? Janine. Janine, yes. That like they're kind of against Gabler, and then the, it's almost the guys versus the girls over here on Baca. It feels a little bit. Yep. Right. They had, who did they've only voted they voted out Mariah. That was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, well, it was only four days ago actually in the timeline of the show. But um, it, it's you know they they're coming along. Gabler playing dumb. What do you make of uh, of Ellie Jamil? Um, besides the crazy eyes and looking like Bailey from WWE, um, <laughs> Sam Ellie for believes... the sea of money. She <laughs> says, "Give her that sea of money with those eyes." Why? <laughs> Why does she deserve any money? I just, I, I have, I okay. I appreciate the gameplay in terms of how uh, she has been more or less positioning people against others. Um, in this case, it didn't really particularly work in terms of her her ploy against um, uh, Gabler. Um, but I, I like the way she's thinking in terms of how she's approaching stuff. But she played it, I think, really poorly, uh, and uh, should not have 
should not have brought in a, a third to that discussion at all. Yeah. Um, and everything, everything here where like, basically it was, uh, what's his name? Uh, young <laughs> Sammy here who like kind of tells Gabler everything. Like they went into your bag. They know you have the idol, everything else. And there was kind of like Owen here and he was kind of in the middle, but ultimately he seemed like he was a little bit more with the guys than he was with Ellie and uh, Janine, mm -hmm. but could kind of, he was kind of like the, could go, Either way, really, it seemed like with him, um, you know, and I, I I didn't pull the clips, but there was some like some funny lines here with Sammy. Like, I'm a 19 year old, but I'm telling them I'm 22 and I, I, I'm showing up this 31 year old. And like, it's just like <laughs> it's, uh, I think the line was, I told everyone I'm 22, but I'm actually 19 and I'm just running circles around. <laughs> Whoa, <these> brilliant. <laughs> what master of disguise you are, Sammy. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the so child psychologist that's 23 and 24. I'm I'm so ahead. Like, dude, yeah. seriously, you haven't done anything really. Come on, dude. <laughs> like, oh, well, uh, you, you, you've been on Survivor. That's probably the most notable thing you've done yeah. so far. Uh, you know, and uh, good on you. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of funny. And just like him, he, he's amusing to me. Uh, reminds <laughs> me, he really reminds me of, of um, Sterling. <laughs> you brought that up last time folks yeah. if you don't know who sterling is, sterling is a friend uh, of the podcast he's appeared on um he's appeared on a reality uh, he's been on super Mators before he was on our tiger king podcast yes. way back when pen, early pandemic days yeah yes. remember them remember that that seems like it's two and a half years ago yes <laughs> yeah um but, uh, yes. but yeah so everything Baka is an interesting tribe i feel like we're really getting to know those characters there and then we also let's talk about what well, we said we want to talk about carla and maybe specifically this you know coco tribe they're kumbaya they're singing by the campfire they're making beads and bracelets together who's to say um and and ultimately you know it was it was um whose birthday it was just uh, not um ryan right Ryan, I think it was. Yes. Yeah, it's Ryan's birthday out there. Um, and when did they film this? They filmed this in May. So he's uh he's a Taurus, presumably. <laughs> Everyone take note. Everyone uh, take note how important it is. Yeah, that tells you everything you need to know about Ryan. Oh yes. It's like a Chris Seymour, uh, uh one of those Taurus men. Um and uh there was a funny also line in here. What's her name? This one. Uh, we're, I'm still getting to know some of these people. Uh, they haven't uh, gone uh, to tribal. Uh, it is Cassidy. Cassidy. <laughs> yeah, here Cassidy's <laughs> like everything. Everything's great right now, but we're ready to slit each other's throats. And she said it with like a smile. It was, it was quite endearing. Um, <laughs> You're like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was like, uh, you know, the whole thing with Carla looking for the idol or something out here. Um, you know, she's looking around and then ultimately it's just like right above her head and like, will she see it or not? Is kind of the question. Of course she sees it right after that. And then she, okay, here's the question. Like she sees the beware on it and she decides not to go for it. Uh, she decides to leave it, she, but she has to put it back. Did she have to put it back if she wasn't yes. going to? Yes. Okay. That, says, that was a rule. Yes. It's, um, beware is advantage. Um, uh, but um, if you do not take it, please put it. You have to put it back, basically. So she initially put, puts it there, and no, she kind of knows that this is potentially a lose a vote. 
situation because she watched the previous seasons. She mm-hmm. watched the show. Yeah. So uh, she puts back. And I think like Jane and I were like, hey, good on you. Like, you don't have to play this thing. We've seen people risk their vote. And it's not always like this great advantage. It's often a curse. And you don't need, necessarily need to do it. And, and Jane's like, I wouldn't be mad if you were playing Survivor and you chose not to take that like what would it matter right but that's what because she's like my wife would be so disappointed with me if i didn't like go for this or take some risks or whatever and kind of like ryan says something similar along those lines to her uh, while they're just kind of around camp right um not specifically relating to that decision but that kind of motivates her to go for it ends up working out for her ultimately here so i guess it was um a good she basically she had the same thing as the other, you know, who, um, sorry, it was, I guess it was Cody who got it for the, for, for Vessi. Yes. Right. Uh, you know, one of the special beads, Jamil. They're kind mwah, of similar. Mwah, mwah. You, we have now seen the evolution of the idol. So <laughs> one of, the, one of the complaints that people had was, you know, during the Russell era where he was just able to pull out idols from anywhere, um, we saw that type of gameplay um happened what two three more times where people were just constantly just finding idols they just got that spare time they forego the social aspect of it and just like they were immune because you just couldn't get rid of them um cowboy veteran i forget his name um who was um i think was a hustler uh, uh cowboy you know with the the bombs the um ben there you go ben bombs right he was saved a lot of times because he had a combination of immunity wind and fighting idols, right? You can't do that anymore, right? You can find parts of it, but there's a, a, a risk involved. So you always want the game to be harder than what it used to be, right? Mm-hmm. It was challenging at a time, right? And, you know, the question always comes up, can people from earlier generations of Survivor, can they play the modern game? I can tell you right now, Russell in current Survivor would not be able to be successful. And what's the number one reason for that? Because of the social aspect for the uh, for the, the, the advantages. Sure, so- you can find some of them, but there's still a social component, right? Are, are people going to be sending Russell to... Um, advantage island to to risk his vote they're not doing that he's stuck there on the island sorry everyone else will get to go right right uh, could you imagine if russell during one of his seasons they say okay russell you can you you found a hidden immunity idol but you have to convince all the members of your tribe to give you a bead <laughs> from their bag he would be able to get like four to six he won't be able four to get <laughs> yeah he won't be able <laughs> but... to get all of them I would be that would be fun just to watch Russell get frustrated with not being able to convince people to give him something. Yes. But he was great at like getting people to vote the way he wanted to vote, despite all odds. So, you know, it's he can be persuasive. Absolutely. But to a certain point, once like we got deeper into the season, people kind of knew like Russell's whole entire gib. All right. There is news. She'll tell us later. All right. Okay. All right, tell us later, Mary. But that's what that's what I'm saying. I, I find that uh, I like this twist because it incorporates different elements of, uh, you know, of Survivor. I would love for a, a future one to be less social and more physical, right? 
where there's constantly a balance. You don't know what you're going to get. It might say, hey, you're going to have to do this specific and not like sneak into the other tribe. <laughs> right? I'd, I'd never like that. I thought that was stupid. But like something a little bit more challenging, like physically demanding, like you have to dig a hole in the middle of your um, your camp. Right. And fit your your body in the entire way. Right. Right. You would have to explain why you're doing it, plus the physical effort of it. Right. You, you would probably have to do it yourself. You cannot get helped. Right. Something you, you want to keep throwing those curveballs so that people really think that, hey, I don't know if I can do this. And if Carla decided not to do it, which you were kind of alluding to before, I think mm-hmm. that was also a great situation. Because if you know where the advantage is, you at least know when you have to worry about it coming into play. So she's like, if she knows it's there, she just checks on it every so often. Right. Right. And then it, once it's gone and you have your strong alliance, possibly, you can say, okay, we don't have it, right? Or you can direct one of your alliance members to do it. Uh, yeah, like I think that there's a lot of possibilities. I couldn't help. I was think I couldn't help but think about how this is similar to Big Brother and how there's often like these kind of side missions you're sent on, and that's kind of like what's similar here. And Survivor has done this at times, but I was also like, what if you brought in some Big Brother esque punishments into Survivor? Like you have to wear a chicken costume for three days or something like that, you know, on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Like, there could be some fun things. An outback, uh, steep back leotard advertising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are the grilled pineapple Rita uh, for the next two days, and that's how it just goes. You know, oh, um, I don't know. Like, you right. have to eat like you have to eat like five blooming onions in a row. Yeah, well, that would be. Yeah, Jonathan would probably eat eight thousand calories a day if he was there. It's like uh, give it to me. So we t- uh, always amazing on these challenges uh, in this episode. We kind of talked a little bit about this already, and the kind of the the, the vesty botching of these of this ending and how they mm. completely blew it. But uh, the you know what one thing that I didn't like in the episode, little small critique Ooh. is you know because okay, obviously like this is on a big platform here, you know, and uh, obviously like the way they want to shoot it so that we never really see them like getting there on boats and like getting off the platform, off the boat and onto the platform. So, you know, Jeff's like, okay, you're all getting a look at the new, was it the Vessi tribe? Justine voted out. Believe, yeah. Right. And uh, I'm like, but they've all been standing there for minutes and minutes. They've already figured it out. Like, it's kind of like, it's, it's obviously like, and then they all have to look like, <gasps> like, yeah, like, like look around like, like, oh my gosh, she's voted out. I, you know, I didn't know. Oh. I noticed she was oh, gone. Oh, I can't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> I've, I've been amazed for the last five minutes that we've been standing here, you know, getting the cameras all set up that uh, she's gone. Okay. In a couple minutes, everyone, you're going to look really shocked that Justine was voted out, even though you have no re- real reason to be shocked about Justine being voted out over anyone else. Right. There, were, there was nothing about Justine that they would have been able to because they really don't even you see when they get the merged tribes and how they're like, what's your name? Who are you? You know, because they get to know people they're living with on their tribes. But mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, like the people they meet like day one or like in the in the process of getting out the in the cast out there, they're not allowed to talk to each other. Right. So there's all there's not and unless of, Jeff calls the name repeatedly. 
Yeah, <laughs> and even then, like you're probably so everyone knew who Jonathan was last season, right? Like Jeff's gigantic erection for Jonathan was like, yeah, like I imagine, Jonathan like because running uh, through the competition. There's been these moments like with Ryan where he didn't want to give up the immunity idol here at the beginning of the, of the challenge. And, you know, and he's like, every time you don't want to give it up, Ryan. So I could imagine like, you know, maybe if you're on Baca or Vessi, you go, okay, well, that's Ryan. Right. Because Ryan's always talking to Jeff. But otherwise, like, did Justine ever have a moment with Jeff? Did I forget something? No, she was uh, no. utterly forgettable in my opinion. So there's no reason. Yeah, like, again, like, I'm, I'm harping on this, but um, it was just kind of. I actually okay, have to look up who she is. Because <laughs> I don't remember her at all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, do I have to? Do I have to give this up to you? I like it too much. I don't know. This was a little bit too much. We've seen, like, come on, guys. What are we? Are we just? Are we replaying the hits here? Wait, is let me see. Is this her Instagram account? Who's Let's her? See. Um, Justine. I'm saying, yeah, it is. Her Instagram Instagram account is called Bean Dog Millionaire. Bean Dog. Bean Dog. That's or cool. B N Dog. B E A N D O G Millionaire. I assume it's Bean Dog. Whatever. Wait, what ifs? <laughs> um, Jamil, question on this puzzle. Let's just come back to it. Does that look like a hard puzzle to you? The how, middle how you... Por- the, the middle portions are and the reason why the reason why is because when you it's it you can flip it upside down. It's both mm-hmm. sides. They don't just do a one-sided puzzle. So outside of the rings and the arms and legs, right? The middle yeah. part is where it's hard. Okay. But you do that last, presumably. I don't think they were. <laughs> Okay, let's have a look. Let's have another closer look at this again because I want to understand what was going on with Vessi in this in this puzzle. Uh, do I have a shot here? Yeah, like I'm just gonna take the banner. Like they had these stacks going, and then like they just were like moving very slowly they weren't focused they kept looking over everyone else yeah. is working <laughs> everyone else, they just weren't working they weren't they weren't hustling uh it felt like at all okay and then the whole choice here okay that you know baka wins first place so they I also get like a toolkit and all this other stuff uh we didn't get to see like any that put to use in any kind of way so uh, that was a little bit we didn't see um gabler feasting on food that yeah he... or building a shelter with this hammer or whatever he was going to do mm-hmm. um but uh, the, the the choice okay where Baca's like okay who from vessi do you want to send to like off on an adventure and they choose noel uh and then they choose to send ryan from from coco and uh and ultimately they send owen there so it's kind of like you know they they act really shocked but we've kind of seen this kind of thing play yeah. out a few times especially in the previous seasons, um, you know? And so I guess why those choices, why did you think Baca made the choice for Noel and also for Ryan? Um, I figured I, that Noel would be possibly one of the people that would be on the bottom, right? Noel or NECA. Why do you think, why do you think they would think that? Um, because a woman was voted out first and 
the underperformance of those are the two performances you can particularly pick out. And the, the assumption is usually always women are are targeted. Interesting. Okay. Well, it's, you're not wrong, I don't think, necessarily, because uh, three women have been voted out first in this game. <laughs> now that, just, we, that, now but, that we have a look at the board but, here. But let's also be honest with ourselves. Who is the ones that are targeting the women, especially at the beginning? The other women. <laughs> because the thought process is that I like the sacrifice has to be made, right? Oh, well, I, she's the weakest, right? Right. Like once again, if everyone was equally strong, right? Someone is still going to point that out and say that person is the weakest. They'll make some reason to point out someone, they'll sacrifice someone else as long as it's not you. Sure. You know, um, did you like the whole segment where they were heading up? Uh, and we got a little bit of vignette here about uh, Noel uh, when she was playing, she was going to be a varsity. I, I thought we got player. this before, but this was like the sequel. <laughs> the sequel it's cool cool very inspirational um yeah. but at, at the same time i'm glad that they didn't like make it easier like he runs pretty fast on that well, I, I mean like in terms of climbing the climbing to get to the um lookout right oh yeah they kind of they, 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 they sent her on quite the trek here like through like the uh like this wasn't necessarily an easy hike for for anyone months. regardless yeah. if yeah so yeah, I'm. I was pretty, pretty. I was like right on, and she was able to show that she was able to clear it. Oh yeah, this Noelle's like she's a competitor. She's fierce, like one leg or not. Like you can give her no legs, and I think she would be a, a force. Um, you know, so she's, she's an Olympian, a Paralympian. Right, and she's like six in the world. She set a U.S. record or something like that. Like she's she's not to be underestimated by any means. Correct. Um, and like I, I would keep her over Jesse, you know. If I, I would if I'm Cody, if I'm Dwight, like I, I don't know, I, because why, she is more trustworthy. As she's well. more trustworthy. She's easy to work with, and she's, and she's, and, and, and we see here that she bonds really well here with Owen and with Ryan. And they're mm -hmm. like, hey, we'll just, we'll like do the no risk. You do the risk. You can use it. She kind of tells them that she's on the bottom here, you know, in her tribe, where she's in trouble. And they're like, okay, they're inclined to help her. You know, and maybe have an ally down the road. Uh, uh, also interesting to see if we'll see anything with Ryan and Owen from here uh, when if they meet up down down the down the way. Mm -hmm. But uh, coming out of that, then uh, you know, Noel's like, "Do you guys want to look in my bra?" You know, and she goes back to Vessi, and you know, they're like, "No, no, no, it's okay." You know, misdirection. Uh, wait, misdirection. It's, it's it's fine. No, you don't have to. We don't have to see. You know, but do you think they bought it? Um. If they're smart, they shouldn't. <laughs> shouldn't. They shouldn't. Do you think Jesse bought it? Um, did Jesse buy it? Um, I don't think he trusts. I, I think he wouldn't trust that. No. No, he wouldn't trust it. No. Uh, D uh, Dwight's Dwight's a bit genuinely. She chooses to tell Dwight, and she's like, "I shouldn't tell anyone, but I'm going to choose to tell Dwight." I think it was the right move, but yeah, we'll see. Build once again. She's building trust. She's and building trust. She Dwight's the one she should try to trust. If she's you know? if she's trying to build something post this current situation, then she made the right choice as to who. Right. Because if it was Cody, Cody would have ran back straight to Jesse and who told Jesse. Uh, sorry, who has Noel? I could No, yeah, I could. I, I could. 
See, I took Neca over Noel. I should have taken Noel. But... Uh, stuff happens, you, you know. Yeah, uh, and then ultimately they go to tribal, uh, which we've kind of largely covered. There was a lot about like how strong do you feel and uh, what scale are we using to determine this, and it was like just I felt like they were just filling the time. Yes, it, it absolutely felt like that, completely. Yeah, it didn't feel like a very dramatic tribal council. Like Neca gets voted out here, and it's it's somewhat just like I I don't feel like they the tribe disliked Neko on any level. I think they would have liked to go further in the game, but they're like, this is just what we have to do for this point. I moment. think going forward, um, you're going to see a change in reality television, which I think has been a long time coming, which is a lot of the good people, quote-unquote good people, you're going to see them get the boot a lot sooner rather than later. They're um, too be nice. I, I, I think that We've seen it a little bit too much as of late that these really good, positive individuals have been succeeding at the end. Um, and I, I bring up Big Brother because I feel like the, the storm that was Taylor Hale is going to be a prime example of uh, you cannot, you have to you know, slay. You have to slay these individuals. These God, seemingly... <laughs> you have to slay these uh, seemingly good people. I personally would want to play with someone with a little dirt on them, right? Right. Because you can at least work with that narrative and, and play with it, right? If someone got to the end with NECA, it's kind of outside of just proving that you're a better player than her, right? If she's genuinely well liked, that is a hurdle that is seemingly, as we've seen, very hard to overcome in the last couple of seasons. Yeah, I don't like. I I I, I think Neca would, would have been a loyal number for Jesse for Cody. I think they saw that, but they're like outside that, she's not going to really help win things. She's probably not going to win immunities too often. So, uh, and like they, you saw Cody really struggle before he votes. He like he has like this big moment, and then he goes, mm -hmm. "Okay, well, I got to vote." Oh, Neca. Um, she she's gonna be a putty. Right. You, th you throw them at the Power Rangers. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she was a bit. She was expendable, I guess, is what it yeah. came down to for a lot of them. We all, there was a but there was a bunch of moments. They, they get they did her sort of set, uh, package in the episode about all the charity work she did. I was going to the kitchen at this particular moment in the episode, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, Jamil, uh, did you like it? Um. I know the type. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Were you endeared by NECA? Did you like NECA's story? It's a nice story. But uh, I, I try to, uh, like, yes, I'm watching Survivor to get, like, wrapped up in the stories of the individuals and the personal journeys and everything like that. But um, a lot of that stuff I don't really care about. Like, like sometimes you don't need an overtly complicated backstory. What was Ceri's backstory? She was on the couch. She's never done something like this before, and now she's playing Survivor. Right. That's all I needed to know, and I was able to connect with her at that level. Right. right. She seemed more relatable versus a lot. I find a lot of the people they cast now are extraordinary people, which, you know, for uh, mm. they, they, they have very interesting, like, sort of righteous, uh, 
in some cases lives or like the causes or things or deeds that they've done or or they have like a um uh, a great tragedy in their life or both or they've overcome things that seems to be like the, the theme of what they who they like to cast who have that kind of story like are you a survivor and i think that's been in the in the in the casting of the show since the beginning like if you go back to sonia back in season one of survivor the cancer survivor you know mm -hmm. I think they were always trying to push that kind of thing that you could be a survivor in different ways and that that could be like the theme but now it's if you look at like sari uh you know sari was just kind of relatable as like i guess the every woman sort of like more common and um you know neca like i i in comparison in terms of how they want to portray her like or put uh is more saintly i suppose <laughs> yes whereas like even russell russell's like i'm rich i just want to win <laughs> right i, I want to prove yeah. that i can win yeah everyone's right? trying to put like their best image forward now more so than i guess 20 years ago or even 15 years ago uh in but at a certain point dave if you're competing in survivor like I, I want to win. <laughs> I just I want the money. Yeah, yeah. I I think you see this in 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 both Big Brother and all of these reality shows now, where there's definitely more of a conscious thing. Like I don't want I don't necessarily want to be the villain, or people are very hesitant to want to to. Break. Whereas like you know you go back to the early days of reality TV, even a Boston Rob you could look at as a heel, um, or um, there was it you know compare it to like the Attitude Era of the of the World Wrestling Federation, where there was, it was a little bit grayer, you know. Yeah. And and uh, and now it's a little bit more pure. I, I don't know. Like versus, you'll we'll see. We'll see how this cast shakes out and how each. Yeah. What's the story of each of them? I I just feel like we're gonna go back to more gray, um, in the near future, just because it's been really hard in terms of the oh um you know this wonderful story and this person is such a good play, uh, good person. Were they a good player? Uh, but we we want to give them the money. We want to give them the money. Yeah, I guess like, and everyone's playing for that sea of money. <laughs> no, don't forget about that. Sea of money. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, we saw in the next challenge, a little or the preview for the next episode, that Jeff is going to offer them a chance, like whoever wins, a chance to steal something from the other tribe's camp, like their tools or whatever steal. they've won previously. Steal the hat. Steal what hat? Steal oh, the hat. Yeah. They don't. They don't know about the hat. No, but um, Carla would know. Carla, Carla would see the, bee. would she see might the, see beads. the beads. If she's all those beads together, that could be a huge clue. She would know that. Yeah. Uh, Baka doesn't have their version of that, right? Uh, no Currently, no. I don't think so. So yeah, it'd be interesting. Like yeah, if they got to raid Vessi's camp, for instance, yeah, and like they saw if they saw all the hat there. Uh, it all depends if whether you get to go to the camp and look around or whether you you actually just get to say like I want that tarp that they want in. I think challenge. it's more interesting if they get them to come over to the tribe. I think so too. Like they will get to go to your beach and they might steal your flint and they might steal your whatever. So, so just imagine that scene where Carla's like they've taken what they've wanted and then Carla's walking out and she sees the beads on the hat. She's like I'm taking the hat too. <laughs> just puts it on her head and walks right out. Well, that would be I, I would be all for it. That would be an amazing development. I think. That would be fantastic. I would love that. And, and we also saw in like the preview that there was a lot of things about war, that this means war. I guess from this, it's probably from the stealing of the stuff. If they're mm -hmm. gonna play like it's and we specifically see it's the Coco tribe saying that. So I imagine, like, this is kind of a spoiler that they're going to lose this challenge, or um, 
resolving themselves that they're not gonna they're you know they can't be soft to these people this is war like what we're doing is a declaration of war we oh so maybe they maybe they're, maybe they're saying that they're gonna win this challenge yeah and, then, and what they're doing is a declaration of war yeah could be yeah i think i you know uh, the, the next episode is titled show no mercy that's the title of the next episode there's no mercy in this dojo yeah <laughs> that's how you play you know you can't rest on survivor ever ever yeah that's how you do it there's comebacks you know you gotta keep digging what happened <laughs> oh jeff uh, uh, in his element jeff is Always. in his element yeah he's loving it he's having a good time um I think he's having fun this season, which is good for him too. Yes. Uh, with the, with his cast. Okay, so I we got through the episode fairly pretty good time. There wasn't a ton to. It was to break a very out. simple episode, for yeah. the most part. Yeah, like I I'm liking this cast. I think like seeing seeing how maybe this 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 rating of the camp and if that does stir up some bad feelings, that could be fun. Um, but I I don't know like there's any like duds in this cast per se you know everyone seems to have a very distinct character true yes 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 um so i'm liking that uh i can kind of i i know like we're saying it's not quite like big brother where we're here three times a week and we really get to know these people but because every wednesday i'm like okay who's in this game oh right okay who do i have okay right yeah. you know but it's 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 good i'll uh, jesse and i think um jesse lopez jesse and not Ellie. Ellie's um, partner in crime. I have her. Janine. Janine. I yeah. don't know who else. I thought I have three people. You had Mariah, but she was voted out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, just for a quick... Uh, let, let, let's just do a, a draft update while we're at it. Uh, just to... You know, it's harder here. Uh, but it was, of course, NECA voted out here. She was drafted seventh overall by me. With my first pick, I couldn't like you know Carla, James, Owen, Cody, Sammy, and Jesse went before her in the draft. Yeah, but I could have had Noel. I could have had a bunch of other people. That and I you have to do. mark off. Oh, you already marked it off. Yes, marked it off. Yeah. So we see Coco is still intact as well. Two people now voted out of um, of Vessi. And uh, so, who do you think is gonna if who do you think is gonna get? Uh... Vote out next. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, I hopefully for somebody from Coco. I don't like to see any tribe get too strong. So what you're saying is going to be Cassidy from Coco if if things are going the way it is. Yeah, I think so. Like, and then just another, like a fourth because so, three women have gone here yeah. in a row. Like, it's not a great trend. Mm, I'm just. This is it. It's a consistent. It is a consistent thing on Survivor. Yeah, like for I. Not I for think one I'd year. Say. One year we're gonna get like the, the Jonathan of women, and we're gonna see how that plays out. Where she's just gonna mow down. Well, that that we already had her. That was last season. Um, was it Lindsay? Who who was who was the dominant one? I'm trying to remember the one who played alongside. Um, Jonathan last season. Hold on. So Lindsay was the Jonathan of women. I think she was the closest thing. And I, I, I think if I think if Alicia was playing nowadays, 
Sure. I feel like there's probably someone stronger than than uh, Lindsay last season, but she was up there. I feel like uh, if um, uh, Noelle had, especially if she hadn't had her accident, I think she'd be in this category. I think she already kind of is, despite being yeah. disabled. So it's uh, it it there's I think there are definitely differently abled, differently abled, alternatively abled, however you'd like to. Um, go about it but um your company has some dei i bet dei dei yeah what's that um diversity uh oh shoot i feel bad now i brought it up and i'm like what's you brought it up what what am i missing out on (laughs) um hold on i will get it Um, i wasn't educated on the on on sorry diversity equity and inclusion equity and inclusion i include everybody Oh, breaking uh, news! Breaking news! She's applying, Mary. If you if you get on the the show, so for we will all fly your flag. We will be your fans for the entire season. For all audio jump. listeners, Mary Bass, longtime listener, has stated, has declared, has marked her her her, her place in the sand, and says, "Do you uh, do you know what? I woke up yesterday morning." And I decided I should apply for BB25. So she did. She We're pulling did for stuff. you. We're pulling, We're pulling for, for you. you. Uh, good luck. Uh, I, I'm trying to get on the Canadian cast. Uh, it's not easy. I think Jamila is too. Um, have I pl- have I put my application in? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't done my. I have till November, whatever, to get it in. So yes. I, but I I did like I did a I did a draft of it, but I haven't finished it for whatever reason. So. The last time I applied via video. Um, I, funny enough, I, I recorded my, my video, um, at New York comic-con, which I'm going to this weekend. Uh, so, um, why not? (laughs) Why Why not? not? Why not do it again? Shout it all. I will shout you out. All right. Well, (laughs) do it every day on the feed. Say, talk about the Super Mater Bros. Um, All right. So what else? um, Did you know? Well, speaking of Big Brother, that we covered the season 24 very recently. We went through every episode. Well, most of the episodes and the whole season. And Taylor won. And it was a great uh, affair. So check that out uh, if you haven't already. I apologize. I kind of miss it. (laughs) You kind of miss the Big Brother? Yeah, I kind of missed it. I, I know I'm okay. I, 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 it's weird when you go from that many podcasts a week to like fewer, especially with us taking uh, D Space uh, off these last two weeks with Jeff away. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been quieter. I'm not. I like. I know I'm going to need that energy later uh, for uh, other things. So it's you got to take the breaks when you can get them. Cool. But we'll be we'll be on full tilt uh, before yes. you know it. Other uh, things to work on, such as. Um, Live long and podcast. Yes, live long and podcast. Our Star Trek theme channel, where we're talking about Star Trek all the time. Um, oh man, I need to get that. I need to get that overlay in here, guys. Uh, <laughs> hold on, let me just grab that. I haven't. Um... In the meantime, I I posted some news. Uh, Jamila El Jamil has just recently announced that she'll be joining the cast in um, season two of Prodigy, of Star oh, wow. Trek Prodigy. Yes, and um, she'll who? be Jamila El Jamil, who is, played. Is that relative? No, <laughs> Jamila. I just like what it's. It's like your last name and and the first name. She was in the Good Place, as well as she's currently starring in uh, She Hulk, 
as well as Titania. Oh, her. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, big fan. Big fan. Yeah. So I'm happy um, about that as yeah. well. But in terms of uh, catching up, uh, uh, Live Long and Podcast is constantly catching up too. Uh, yeah. We got a <laughs> whole crew over there. Yes. Look at we that. Do- Look at us. We're talking Star Trek all the time. Monday nights, Star Trek Enterprise. Tuesday yes. nights, Star Trek Sea Space Nine. Thursday nights, the new Star Trek. Tomorrow we're on with Lower Decks, and this is what you're seeing here. This is our, like all the live long and podcasters kind of done up in a Lower Decks style uniform. Uh, this is uh, the first time we're really showing this publicly ever, so uh, yes. here, you, here you go. Um, and we'll be on tomorrow talking about the newest episode of Star Trek Lower Decks, which is called A Mathematical Probability of Something. Uh, it's episode seven of season is three. Is this a sequel to the Sumerian, um, Sumerian Snare? I don't think it's a sequel to the Sumerian Snare. I think it's, uh, I think, I don't know what it's about really yet. It's called A Mathematically Perfect Redemption is what it's called. So I think it will be about a redemption of some kind. Uh, we'll be talking about that with Chris Murphy and David Skelton tomorrow. Plus everything going else on Live Long and Podcast, including like debate shows, debate nine. We got our... Um, the get tall challenge we got the treckle trunk where davin plays with star trek toys uh we got all cloud kinds nine. of cloud nine we got uh we got the we got great stuff on live long and podcast check it out star trek radio theater all kinds of fun stuff sorry not cloud nine cloud l po- um probe class l probe class l probe class class l probe good stuff good forgive stuff. me davin forgive me forgive me forgive me <laughs> <laughs> wrong three times <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. We've been playing um, around with with different. But radio theater as well, which is where I bet some of your free time will be uh, dedicated to, because just recently you yeah, all no, did a wonderful performance. Uh, uh, from from Davin Skelhorn, he was he was playing the space hippies, man. Yes. Uh, you, should, you you haven't seen if you haven't listened to live version, you need to. Yes, this is one thing I do need to sit down and do, and I keep saying I'm going to do it, and then I want to play Star Trek online instead. Yeah. So uh, it's it's, but you know, they, 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 you got you got to treat yourself sometimes. So treat yourself. So yeah. the way to Eden, great episode. Um, uh, a musical radio theater experience. So yes. you should definitely check it out, everyone. It was amazing. Davin played like some real like bluesy versions of these hippie songs. It was something else. Okay, wait. I I I I need a little bit of time from after the live performance to before I can really revisit it properly. But it's gonna be good uh, to come back to. I'm looking forward to it. Um, plus, uh, we also have trivial debates. Yes. Uh, an ongoing series where we argue about movies, TV, sports, and more. We got our next edition coming up. Jamila, you were going to be in this one, but you you bowed out because you want to save yourself. I want to uh, save myself. So, yeah, it's so, going to. Uh, this episode is going to be a great episode. Strongly advise people to watch it. You have three strong members uh, debating with Andre, uh, who is part of the um, X-rated podcast with Davin, a uh, X-Men the animated series uh, recap. Uh, yeah. going through all the different episodes that's so what you, show you need to check out x-rated yes, definitely x-rated um and then chris murphy who once we mentioned was gonna is gonna be on um the lord x recap as well mm-hmm. um and then jody your friend and mine uh will be the host for it jody runs a tight ship so it's gonna be a really i don't know if andre knows what he's in for here <laughs> well, look andre's andre's whip smart and i think he's gonna be ready for it 
Okay. Well, it's going to be fun. Uh, that's Trivial Debates, plus the X-Men podcast we mentioned, and Andre's podcast, the Graphics History Podcast, yes. you need to check out as well. Uh, all members of the United Federation of Podcasts, of course. Yes. Uh, so check that out. And then we have, um, uh, you know, friends of the show podcast, including the um, the Hellbound podcast with um, Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan. Yeah, I really need to get like that logo in my like, queue. <laughs> like, with right. this extra time we have tonight, I feel like I should do it. Yes. The and then order. last but not least, um, Eamon Mater, also known as Sam Jerka. Jerka. Right. Takes you through the world of fighting games in the podcast name. Let's talk about fighting games. Right, so definitely check that out on um, your podcast catcher of choice. Absolutely, yeah. Good. Well said, Jamil. Well said. Yes. Um, I was seeing if I could find. I, I need to like reach out to Alex and say like, "Hey, can you send me something with the Hellbound podcast?" Because we plug it all the time, and I, yes. I never have anything visual with it. But I know he has art. Um, so we need to reconnect with him. He's been on Star Trek Radio Theater and some fun stuff yeah. that we've done. Okay, well, uh, thanks for being with us. We'll see you next time, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll go on a quote here. Let's listen to NECA. Uh, it, it was fun, everybody. They pulled it off really well. A really cool blindside. I'm surprised I don't have any negative emotions. I'm grateful for the experiences here, relationships built, things that I did that I would never have done in my regular life. And this has been a dream come true. I don't regret this one bit. So I just want to say a big thank you. I'm grateful for this experience. Too nice. Too nice. Too nice.